This is Chad Dull. Welcome to my Poverty Informed Podcast. I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, this idea of financial literacy uh, and kind of my recent growth around that issue. Um, If you'd have met me 20 years ago as I was kind of working my way out of my own circumstances, uh, I would have told you that one of the real keys to to that was that I learned about money and I learned how to manage money. Um, In hindsight, really I just got a job where I had some money. and as time has gone on, I've really become very disdainful of this notion of financial literacy. I think it puts the emphasis on the individual uh, and makes being poor, or being in poverty, a character flaw that you could educate your way out of. So in recent years, I've become pretty vocal about uh, my dislike for financial literacy. And about a month ago, I shared a post on social media about uh, maybe a little provocative about how how we just need to get away from it and how useless I think it is. And uh, I got some comments on that, that post, including one from someone who works in, uh, has a title of financial literacy counselor, and said she didn't like the title either, but she thought there were some useful things that she did do for clients. And, and so I sent her a note and said, could we talk? I, I'd like to learn more what you're talking about. Um, and. She graciously said yes, and we spent about an hour on Zoom talking about this, uh, what she prefers to call financial education, but more importantly, uh, what she called financial violence. And uh, what I want to think about today is financial trauma. This idea of our relationship, uh, not so much with money, but with our, at least from my point of view, with our economic circumstance has this, this outsized influence on how we are. And it drives choices. One of the things I hear consistently working with middle-class people who are trying to work more effectively with poor people is they don't understand the choices they make. Those choices don't make any sense to them. Um, and it's really about context, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of saying that poverty is a context and a circumstance. It's not a character flaw. But I got thinking about the power of context and I wanted to share a couple of quick personal stories that uh, maybe Maybe we'll help people understand the impact of this, uh, this financial trauma um, and other kinds of trauma tied up in it. So I've, I've shared before that um, as a young man growing up, we didn't have very much. Uh, everything is relative. We always had a home um, and generally had food. So I get there's, there's much worse poverty, but it was somewhere in that kind of working class to uh, situational poverty kind of situations. But when I was 12, uh, my mother remarried, uh, remarried a, a gentleman who didn't have a lot of money, but had, had money, and, and our circumstance changed quite a bit. Now, unfortunately, the man she married wasn't a very good man, uh, and it was not a, a very good relationship, uh, really, from the very beginning. Um, and a lot for a 12-year-old to process, but uh, as the years went on, uh, it didn't do very well. And, and between my sophomore and junior years of high school, uh, he moved out. And really, they spent the summer separated. Um, I was probably, I suppose, 15, going to be 16 at the time. And I remember that. Uh, It was a very stressful time. It was nice to have him out of the house, but I could feel the financial stress 
in our house. I didn't know it at the time, but uh, my mother's mortgage payment had changed when she got married, and changing it back was a very difficult process. Uh, so she really was having trouble making the mortgage. And we went from having two cars to having one car. It wasn't a great car. And I actually spent most of the summer uh, hiding out at my dad's in the town that he lived in, um, which is a memory that still bothers me. And I remember as the summer went on that uh, my mom's husband moved back in. And you could feel, right? It was a choice she made. It was a choice about survival. And in my 15-year-old mind, who was just about to get a license, it was, well, at least we'll have another car. And, and so we let this abusive man back in our house for a lot of reasons, right? One of which was financial trauma. Now you fast forward a couple of years later and I'm graduating from high school. And on the day I graduated, um, I got into an altercation uh, with my, my mother's husband who'd been drinking that day and was upset with me for something I hadn't done. Um, and I decided to, to, to make a stand. And uh, in that day, um, my mother got frightened and for the first time in our lives called the police to come to our house. Uh, we had moved from out of the country into the, the little town that we lived nearby. And um, she was afraid, so she called the police. Um, the police came, and this was uh, a long time ago, so. Uh, Domestic situations weren't taken quite as seriously, but they did get him to go go sleep at his sister's house and stay away from us that night. And, and I went and completed my high school graduation and, of course, never really told anyone what was going on because uh, abusive households have a different kind of trauma in them. But the financial trauma part of that is we knew that without him in the house, things changed. Right? I'm 17 years old and on my way off to college in the fall. So when he came back the next day and apologized profusely and asked if he could come back, actually asked me, I said yes. Right? That's a choice that doesn't make any sense, really on a logical basis. But I wanted to be able to go to college. I wanted to have a car that summer. I was afraid what might happen to us because I could remember what it was like before. It's a choice I've regretted my whole life. Um, he was gone a couple of years later when they finally split for good, but those weren't good years. So an objective person looking in would have trouble understanding those choices. The young man who made them, and I'm sure the adult woman who did, have that tied into their DNA for the rest of their life. Um, Almost 20 years later, I was walking in an airport with my mom and told her I was sorry that I should have held my ground that day. And she teared up and, and said, you were just a kid. So that's the kind of trauma that ends up around people having to make choices that they think impact their financial stability, their ability to have the life they want. Um, it was tough when we were poor. And now there was a choice between going back to being poor or having this awful person in our home. Um, and you can think what you want about the choice. But in the context, it made some sort of sense. And it makes me think 
there are people in much more difficult circumstances than the ones I grew up in and their choices right they make sense to them they make sense in the situation they are in sometimes those choices counterintuitively are actually kind of courageous and so when I think about poverty and I think about it from the perspective I come at it from 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 a college perspective we really need to let go of our judgment of people's choices we need to accept the courage it took to come to school right and when these choices don't make sense to us particularly if we don't have their lived experience I think we need to dial back and realize context matters right that you bring your whole self to this enterprise and your whole self includes stories that you may or may not ever share I've never shared these stories publicly but when I met my new friend Majel and she talked to me about financial trauma the light went on right I thought we were talking about other kinds of trauma and and we have been right everyone has has their stuff but there was a huge financial element to that right in my teen years we had crawled out of difficult times but it included some really unhealthy choices that on the surface you should just unmake but the trauma of not having enough puts you in those situations so the next time you don't understand why someone does what they do or why they make the choices they make maybe reflect on my story or your story or better yet ask them their story poverty is a context poverty is a circumstance Poverty is not a character flaw.